Welcome to the Trinity Wrestling Podcast. We are your host. I am the Osiris of Wrestling, Don Dada. I am Lasso. And I'm Billy Bridgewater. And this is the Trinity Wrestling Podcast. Let's give it up. Yay. And on this podcast, we'll be talking about nothing but wrestling, 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 and nothing but the graphs. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. Click on somebody else's podcast. But we'll talk about the graphs here. All right. Welcome back to the Trinity Wrestling Podcast, guys. How you feeling? Good, good. Alright, alright. Been a lot of things happening. Woo! Meet your boy. It's been a lot of things happening, man. A whole bunch of stuff in wrestling, <laughs> man. Some good. Some bad. Huh. Hey, but we're gonna be talking about TLC first, man. What you wanna talk about, Lewis? What's up? So, uh, what about that triple threat match? Ooh. You talk about the main event. The main event. The main event. Greatest thing WWE's put out in the Ooh, last 15 years. TLC. I, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The, the, the Don't argue probably, with me. <laughs> probably one of the greatest TLC matches in the last three years. Hey. Can't, hey. I can't think, but. Hey. No, all serious, no, man. It was a really, really good match. Hey, women's wrestling is, is, is starting to, you know. Hey, man. I, I feel like that match was better than the entire it's, evolution. It's, it's making you feel about re- wrestling, man. Make you feel good about wrestling. Uh, that last man, that's la- la- last woman standing match. It's a little tough to top, but yeah. I, I do agree with you that it's but probably that TLC better match than every was, other match. Was, that TLC match, it, it was pretty I, good. I, to I watch. say that because of the way it was built up. True. True. Okay. You know what? Okay. Yeah. It's, if you had that wild card with Oscar. Like when I seen that they mm. added Oscar, like it was gonna be a triple threat. I was like, mm, right. What are you doing, WWE? What you got planned? Yeah, and like I said last time, I, I had a feeling that Ronda Rousey was gonna screw both of them. It just it was logical. It, it was logical. Like it, it it's, it, if tell me, I'm gonna tell you like this: if you didn't see it coming, stop watching wrestling. Don't, don't stop. <laughs> nah, watching don't say wrestling. stop wrestling. But come on, man, but like, it's your own fault. You're not the Osiris, right? Well, I'm not Osiris. There's so only one Osiris. Only one. So thank you, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Man, hey, but look. But uh, yeah, no that that uh that triple threat match was probably one of my favorites. Um. Everything went well. Uh, you know, Oscar won the belt. Charlotte and Ronda, Charlotte and Becky looked strong. Uh, Ronda, you know, she came out to booze, which is to be expected. So, uh, I mean, I, I can't say more about that match. Um, I'm so, like, oh, man, I, I can't. I can keep talking about this. Hey, we could talk all night about it, but, man, like, Ronda Rousey coming out and screwing both Becky Lynch and Charlotte, come on now, like that—that that was that was good, man. That was good. Like, what what you think they gonna do with Ronda, man? Like, what 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 would be the most logical thing to do with Ronda after that happening? Uh, I've said it. I said it last time. I've said it multiple times, and I'll say it again. It needs to be Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. WrestleMania. Exactly. Okay. That's uh, it. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. Ronda Rousey, not Ronda and Charlotte. No, Ronda and Charlotte should have been at Royal Rumble and. Okay, so WWE, please do not put Charlotte in the main event of WrestleMania against Ronda. Becky Lynch is the choice. The reason why I feel that way is because that match was a big deal going into Survivor Series, and I felt like that was a big miss on the fans' part. The fact that we wasn't able to see that due to unfortunate circumstances. You know, we're not going to get into all that. Talk about the Nia Jax deal? Of course. That man. made it even better. That, hey, that, look, that, looking that, that back on it right yeah. now, 
it's a wonderful thing Nia Jax did. Yep. Of course. Whether it was course. purposely or an accident, because now you've set the stage for mania. Of course. Yeah. Now, now, see, unintentional. Right. See, yeah, exactly. So by us missing that opportunity uh, at Survivor Series, it creates more of an anticipation for that match to happen at WrestleMania. You want that big match feel. Come on, this is WrestleMania. This yeah. is WrestleMania. That is what this this is what we watch wrestling for. Showcase of the immortals. Exactly. So that match needs to happen. Do you think it should be the headlining main event of Mania? I think that should be the main event. Of WrestleMania. Of WrestleMania. The last match. The last match on the card. Reason being is because, you know, um, the Divas Revolution or the Women's Revolution, I'm sorry, uh, has been a big part of wrestling over the past couple of years. Um, the women of wrestling has proven. Well, especially 2018 or 2018 is the year of the woman. Of course. Of course. So, like, the Women's Revolution, all these women have proven that there are more than qualified to handle a big match feel. And when you have wrestlers like Becky Lynch, like Charlotte, like Sasha, like Bailey, I mean the list goes on and on. Natalia, like uh Ronda Nia Rousey. Jack, Ronda Rousey yeah. with the star power. Right. Um any anybody like the whole roster of women can bring it. And I feel as if they are able to, you know, make something happen. I believe that that they can actually pull off the main event and everybody will go home happy. I couldn't agree more. I think that that should be the main event. It makes the most sense. I don't think no one's been as over as Ronda Rousey since since um Daniel Bryan. Um okay. uh not saying Fair that enough. she's as over, but no one's like, you know, come, come close. close come close to it like Fair Becky enough. Lynch. And uh, and yeah, so that should definitely be the main event. But let's let's switch gears on uh, what's another standout match you had from TLC? Ooh, another standout match from TLC. Um, how did you feel about that Intercontinental Championship match? That was exactly what I was going to touch on, man. You read my mind. Um, I was kind of um, I don't know how to feel about that match. Um, I felt as it was going on. There was a lot of mo- it was more storytelling. Than, than than wrestling, if you if you if you catch what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Then then what I expected. I mean, we talking about Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Um, right. Them two guys, come on now, they can wrestle all night, you know, and put up a five star match. I agree. Um, I, I definitely. Do you agree. think they deserved the all the booze and this is? Boring I definitely fans? think they don't. Is I mean, we talking about Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Um, Wait, did you just say they don't or they do? I don't. I don't think that they. I think they don't. I don't think that they deserved it. Reason I think being, they do. But go ahead. But let me give you my reasons. All right, this is the reason why I feel like that they don't, because I'm an old school wrestling fan. You know what I mean? Right. I've been watching wrestling for years. You guys know that. Right. Um, I can appreciate storytelling in the ring. It's it's very rare uh, nowadays in wrestling. Um. A lot of wrestlers don't get up too caught up in the stories. They more so worry about the matches, you know, the high spots, the oohs and the ahs. And the crowd has become, you know, kind of, um, you know, used to to, yeah. to, to, to that oohs and the ahs and stuff like that. So when a wrestler or wrestlers 
do storytelling in the ring, it kind of, you know, it kind of backs things off. And we're at a TLC pay-per-view. So there you, they, the crowd came for the big bumps and, the, you know, a, a whole bunch of excitement in the ring. And them guys brought storytelling which is very edgy on their part and which I can appreciate on their part because that, that shows how good of a wrestler that those two guys are. Okay, let me stop you right there because you could tell storytelling all night long on a regular televised uh, TV show like Raw or SmackDown. Why are you waiting until the to, to, to TLC to try to tell a story? Now, I'm not talking about with the in-ring performance when Dean Ambrose had his arm out and he was like, yeah, yeah, this is us. This is, this is you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about whatever else you're talking about. I'm not talking about those high-pitched moments where you can see the them trying to reconcile. I'm okay. not talking about the storytelling, if you have anything to add other than that. But though the storytelling should have taken place. Well, when you're looking at something you're paying a monthly service for and you're looking at TLC, which is supposed to be tables, ladders, chairs, mm-hmm. and you're bringing a regular televised quality match, right. it, it, it just doesn't make well, sense. Well, the thing is that, like, older main ev- WrestleMania main events had great storytelling in, in their matches. It's just I don't – I think since the fans lost touch of that, they just want high-flying and whatever and crazy moves and – and I think that storytelling is just something that's almost gotten lost, and I'm kind of glad they brought it back. Okay, all right. Um, not not to I'm a, I'm gonna go back to what both of you guys are saying because I, I want to say this before I know you're ready to say something, but let me let me say this before you say guys, what you gotta say, man. Okay, look, I could see what you're saying, like as in why they wait to this because at the end of the day, we're talking about Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Those two guys know how to give a good match like you're saying it's tlc we need them high bumps we need that we need all of that plus the storytelling we need what we're paying the network for. exactly exactly so they they are able and should have been able i'm gonna say they should have and they are able to bring that to the table with the storytelling it's just they didn't do both at the same time you get what i'm saying i totally understand and agree and um I'm just saying, if I'm paying for this monthly subscription, I expect to see a little bit more than what I feel is a regular TV show broadcasting match. And back to what you were saying, the fans have gotten so used to a particular direction. Why are you still waiting to to try to tell a story at, at TLC? And the reason why I say that and the reason why I, I say that to you is because of the simple fact that it's not the fans that have gotten used to it. It is the WWE that has gotten us used to it. Okay, it's not it's not the fans' fault that all they're used to seeing is the big bumps and the and the high flying right. and the oohs and ahs moments as and you right, say. Right, right. As you say. Uh-huh. So so if you want to tell a story, which I think professional wrestling is traditionally the fundamentals and to its purest form, purest form to its core. Right. It is a good guy, bad guy telling a story. I agree, one hundred percent. I feel like it, it 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 changed as you as you were saying, Boy. and they've gotten used to a particular way of doing things. 
or why I shouldn't have. Yeah. Especially if you have creative control over it. Okay, okay, so so we all we all definitely have valuable points in which I agree with everything that Oliver said because D- Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins has the ability to bring off a good match and storytelling. So with that being said, TLC was a good pay per view. Um what mostly stand out to you guys during that night? Natalia's performance, actually. I thought she's always been kind of dull, not like her actual in-ring uh, in ability, but mm-hmm. just the little things she does in the ring are so basic. But I thought this time it was it was better, and and I thought it was her best match this year. Yeah, Natalia was definitely wrestling with a purpose. What you think, James? <laughs> i tell you the truth. I ain't going to sit here and I ain't going to fake the funk. Cause there's one thing I know about Natalia. She graduated from the heart dungeon. Ha! So it's Tell them pretty. it's not hard to Billy see Bridgewater. Tell. It's not hard to see or tell that uh she has a fantastic in ring ability. I, I I more so heard about her character. She has such a such a bland and um how do you say such such a basic character? It seems like she's just bland, like she's right. she's a generic bread. Or I, a ge- I, you know, I, I feel like in the ring, she she has multitudes of matches that are wonderful, that are that put are your wonderful. Silent. Yes, yes. Let's put our phones on silent. <laughs> hey, and this is um, Trinity Wrestling Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're so sorry, and um. Uh, you know, I feel like she has a fantastic wrestling ability, but I feel like she has to have more character. I 100% agree with True. that. All right. um, Guys, uh, Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin. Boy. <laughs> hey, do you say WWE took the safe route away? Boy, hell yeah, boy. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, it was well played out, though. It's kind of it's funny. No, yeah, I agree. Um. Typical WWE. I mean, we we both or we all. Let me not say both. I'm sorry. Sorry, Billy. I kind of excluded you, huh? But <laughs> we all have, you know, knew that WWE would do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um, it was the smart thing to do. It was a safe route. You know what I mean? I, I agree. Yeah. Totally. That's true. That's true. Um, overall TLC on a scale from one to five, five being the highest, one being the lowest. What do you guys rate? Billy, you first. Man, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to give it a five. You go to five? Yeah, I'm, I just got to be neutral. Five. It had its ups, it had its downs. It was really good, but it wasn't better than SmackDown. I good way to close out 2018, huh? It is a great way to close out 2018 based on the direction Raw has been going. So, yeah. All right. For Brittany himself, man. I give it a 4.2. 4.2. Why the point two? I thought certain aspects could have been better. Uh, and I thought some of the pre-show matches could have been on the main card. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm going to be the jerk of the crew. <laughs> 
I'm going to give it a 3.5. Boy, you childish. Reason being is because Please a lot of us. the things that were happening with myself being Osiris, um, made you excited. I could see a lot of the stuff happening. You know, no, sir. Thank you. Yeah, um, no, I feel you. I could see a lot of the stuff happening. Um, and I I don't necessarily consider that a bad thing, but I consider that you know uh something that's worth you know straightening up because I mean by WWE being a mainstream wrestling organization. They should be, you know, a lot more, you know, careful with what right. they book. Like, you know, like I'm not saying doing exactly different from what you what you planned on doing, but try to change up a little bit of this so people can be like, oh, I almost had it. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, oh, but you, you the show, wrong. like, no, 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 uh, we're TLC. talking about TLC. Uh. Um, that I was giving my rating. Uh, the show itself was. Awesome, in my opinion. Great way to close out 2018. That's um typical WWE, which I appreciate. I mean, I've been a fan of years, so I can't down them on that. Um, since before they got the F out, since before they got the F out, oh. <laughs> I've been watching it before they got the F out. But now nah, I'm with you. <laughs> All right. So, next subject. How about Rusev? Oh, new Four. U.S. champ. Let's give well, it up. Yeah. What's up, Dave? Woo. This is the Trinity Wrestling Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. We will be talking about Rusev and the U.S. Championship. That was a good thing that happened on SmackDown. Shocked us. Yep. Hey, man. It's long time me. coming. What I you think? I seen it coming. Hey, Billy. What's up? I mean, I say I see it coming, man. I, I, I felt like, look, hey, man. It's a special day, special episode. Let's go ahead, give the fans something they want. And even if it's not something they want, let's go ahead, give them a shocker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's no, I agree. Around. Let's, hey, hey, we're going to switch them up. And, and I think it was a good direction. But like like I've always said, this year and, and lately, they've been really a better show, better product then you know than anything else and i think what they what they're doing on smackdown what they've been doing on smackdown is uh it's real good material i think uh i think it was great you know i think it was well deserved it was a long time coming i mean i wish you would have won the wwe championship but you know uh, i think this is a good step forward and hopefully he has a great run and he has a great match at wrestlemania but I felt the way they did it was right, though, because it's a special night. It's a special day, so it should be a special match. And I feel like hey, it was his birthday. Exactly. And the, and the way they was changing hands, it was it was really worth it. Hey, Lasso, you touched on something uh, um, interesting. You said that he have a good WrestleMania. So you say he keep the belt till WrestleMania? I think so. I think. Do, do you think he drop it at WrestleMania or do he retain? No, he retains. He deserves to retain at WrestleMania. Um, you know, I always thought that he should have beat John Cena, but it didn't happen, and now he has his chance. That was a bad entrance. The entrance was bad on the tank. Remind me of DX at 09. But way liver to me. Um, 
you said uh, a lot of things about uh, SmackDown were good, um, Billy. Uh, you think overall SmackDown uh, is is progressing? You know, since they came in and ushered the new era of the McMahons, the McMahon family. Let me say that, including Hunter. Um, you, do you think that um, it's 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 uh good for SmackDown? Cause SmackDown was already good. I know, in my opinion, it was good for Raw. But do you guys think that SmackDown needs um, that adjustment, or were they good, you know, beforehand? I think SmackDown was good beforehand. Are you talking about uh, SmackDown before Shane came, or SmackDown after? No, um, when they Shane. issued in the new era, when the McMahon's that came was, in, what, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, SmackDown was already good prior to that. Mm-hmm. And SmackDown's good in in the beginning of the McMahon family era deal. Okay, okay. Yeah, Smack- I agree. SmackDown has been putting out. Lasso, what's up? No, no, I, no I let agree. me just say real quick. SmackDown's huh? been putting out great material since, really, since they started, but really during the ruthless since the brand separation. Since the brand separation uh, that they had. Yeah, in 2003, though, you know, when. Uh, Brock signed exclusively to SmackDown and brought the WWE Championship. Oh, you take it all the way back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. SmackDown did have when they did but, back but, then but, they but, had but, the. Um, what I'm saying when they really started to improve overall, and you can see it based on the match quality, not just the storytelling and pay per view, but matches overall. Because I feel like there's three things: storytelling, ma- match quali- uh, quality, and then the story and quality you give at a pay per view. But SmackDown has been on top of Raw since, I'll say, 16, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. The house that AJ Styles built. Ooh. <laughs> you talking about the you dead guys, man's yard now. You guys, speaking of AJ Styles. The Rock Show. I seen The Rock in the background when Vince was talking to AJ Styles. It's kind of funny. But AJ Styles getting that pep talk from Vince. Oh, man, it gave me chills, man. It gave me reminders. Vince always know how to bring, you know, that feeling. When you watch a wrestling, he knows how to bring that feeling. When you know something big about to happen. Uh, Lasso, when Vince got attacked by uh, Styles, what what, what what were you thinking at that moment? Uh, I don't know. That, that I was going to bring that up, too, because I, I don't know where they're going with this. Uh. But, you know, I think for Vince to want to get into a storyline with somebody, it just means he 100% believes in him. So we'll see where it goes. And let me just piggyback off what he said. If Vince wants to get in in a, in a story tale with you, let me tell you something. Vince McMahon, and I learned this from you, knows how to market and promote his characters. He's Vince McMahon. And, right. let me, and let me say on top of that, AJ Styles was great before he came to the WWE. I used to watch him in TNA, Ring of Honor. And when he was on the independent circuit, going going anywhere, so so AJ Styles has always been good. But mm-hmm. but to get into a storyline with Mister McMahon, Vincent McMahon, the uh-huh. boss himself, Mister McMahon, oh man, greatest villain in wrestling history. Oh man, hey, um, when I watched that, uh, I watched AJ Styles, and I loved every second of it. Let me say that, um, but he pulled his hair back, and when he was, it, it reminded me of Edge. And I, I know Lasso, you that's one of your favorite wrestlers. And my brother Jeremy. That's yeah, that's yeah. my brother Jeremy's favorite wrestler. But Lasso, I know you're a big fan of Edge. Um 
that that when AJ Styles and then the intensity on AJ Styles' face, my goodness, man! Like it, 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 it. I was, I got good vibes, man. I feel we're on the verge of something good happening. We got the new AJ Styles. Now we're going to see who the real AJ Styles is. I'm sorry, we got the new Daniel Bryan. Let me say, I said the new AJ Styles, the new Daniel Bryan. Now we're going to see who's the real AJ Styles. Is. Well, like I said, this is SmackDown we're talking about, so you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Right. But go ahead, Lot. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, yeah, I agree. I think uh, AJ Styles, you know, with Sword with Vince McMahon, it's going to be great. And I think that Daniel Bryan building this character, you know, he built one and now he's doing another and he's just showing how great he is in wrestling. And, uh, you know, I've always said that I hope he holds the belt until he. Uh, he fights the Miz at WrestleMania. Okay. So you think DB Daniel Bryan should face the Miz? Did you see the Miz using the Yes chant during his segment with? I, did. I love that. Hey I man, did. hey the Miz is uh, I mean I'm not trying to sound cliche. Miz is awesome, man. Uh, Miz great at promos. And he's a main eventer. He's definitely a main eventer. Um, I feel um the person to overcome. Daniel Bryan should be the Miz. I think the Miz deserved that time in the spotlight. And I feel like he could take, you know, the uh, WWE Championship uh, onto a different level. I mean, it's the WWE Championship. Especially it gets if he no greater, space, but yeah, I think he could really do so much if he wins the belt at Mania. This is Billy talking, you guys. Well, I think I think if he turns face and turns uh, wrestling and uh, what's it called gets uh he keeps his character like if he can do the character but face because i think those are the best faces and it's you know the same heel character but you know just face because of the reaction and everything they get no i don't think he should still be in a heel character form as far as like his attitude i think he should have a whole 360 about himself mm-hmm. you know that's interesting i, I was just to say that could be interesting man i I, def- I definitely think it's it's worthy of it you know not now i say wait until February, yeah, and then like go 360 with your character and just you know like Chris Jericho, he was telling me one uh, of the greats, one of Chris Jericho, or maybe it was you. One of y'all was telling me that Chris Jericho is so relevant today because whether he's face or heel, he always changed his character. It's always a different Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. Chris Jericho adjusts with the times of wrestling. I think that's what made Chris Jericho one of the greats. But but I said that to say this. With Miz, I feel like he can pull that off. Definitely. He can do a whole 360 with his character and not have that heel but face uh, 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 look on him, but something totally, di- something totally different, you know? And I would really love to see that around February. Yeah, I, I think Miz have the ability to be um, adverse uh, with his character. Um, he he's very um, uh, entertaining. Um, the last time Miz was uh, face, um, a lot of people kind of you know turned the other cheek to it. But I mean, I think it was good. But Miz nowadays um, can grab a hold of the crowd with, with with his promos. I mean, he's so good at promos. Um I I think what you're saying he could pull off and pull it off um and you know, make make well, I, I feel like Miz is a better heel, but he's so good at being heel and like he says he's a Hollywood A-lister. Mm-hmm. He could he could definitely use his charisma as a face and like I say 360 deal 
and it'll be something so refreshing for him. Even right. though it's the same guy we've seen forever, it'll be refreshing for not only him, but the fans and the storyline he should tell with Daniel Bryan to WrestleMania. And and in my opinion, that's how I believe that you can separate uh, the greats and um, you know from the rest. Uh, a lot of the greats are able to strag on both sides of the fence. Um, they could be a, a great heel, and they could be a great face. And um, I, I agree, Miz could pull that off. You know, uh, with, with the right opponent and the the right storyline, promos, all of that aligned right. I think I think he could definitely pull it off. What I you uh, think, Lasso? I agree. No, I definitely agree. Uh, I think he can pull it off. Um, you know, uh, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. But what, what do you think about, uh, Mandy Rose? My God, Mandy Rose. That's a beautiful young lady. I'm trying to tell you. Mandy Rose is, uh, climbing up the charts, uh, as far as wrestling go. Um, I think she could be the next, um, women wrestler that could basically, you know, take take things up and make something out of herself, you know, make something out of herself as far as, you know, wrestling goes, uh storyline goes. Uh she she's great in ring. I think she played a good part um during TLC. Um yeah. she she's definitely improving in the ring. So, I believe she could, you know, make something great out of herself. No, yeah, I agree, and I think you know next year she's gonna get a big push, and uh, Sonya, I, I think Sonya Deville should get a mm-hmm. big push. Sonya Deville is another big name. So, and you know, it's cool that all of these are coming from SmackDown. It just shows how great SmackDown is. But you need, you, you know, what needs to happen? What? Ember Moon needs to jump to SmackDown. I agree. And when she jumps to SmackDown after the storyline in Mania, she needs to go ahead and headline. I think I think Amber Moon definitely needs her shine inside the uh, main Moon. event. Ember needs her shine. Oh, woman. She needs her shine um on the main roster. Uh she she she's gotten close and you can see that she has potential. You can see that WWE believes in her. They're just waiting to pull that trigger and make uh something big out of her. And I, I agree. Um I believe, you know, uh, I kind of wanted her to win that gauntlet match, but, I mean, by Natalia winning, um, that kind of was, you know, a a shocker, you know, which I wasn't disappointed in, you know, because, I mean, Natalia, she's a great wrestler. Uh, Like you said earlier, she she have improved um, over the time, and she keeps getting greater by the time. Uh, But Amber Moon definitely has her time coming. No, yeah, I agree. I think, honestly, I think it should be Becky versus Ronda for the Raw Women's title, main event, and then uh, Asuka versus Ember Moon for the SmackDown Women's title. And I think you have two great women main events. At WrestleMania? Yeah. I think that, oh, man. Oh, man, and she puts she puts Ember over? <sighs> there's just, there's... There's no words that can describe how amazing that would be and how refreshing it would be, not only for SmackDown, but for the WWE as a whole. No, yeah, I agree. I think it would be great. You know, uh, it would be a good way to capital, uh, 
capitalize on Oscar's title run and she's hot and you know and Ember Moon can get hot so hopefully we get to see we get to see that mm-hmm. um, you know but um, but yeah and overall like I said Smackdown's way better than Raw um, hopefully Raw gets better I really think that they should give uh, Braun Strowman the title at the Royal Rumble what do you think Braun Strowman uh, I'm I'm 50-50. I, I think it'll look good. I, th- I think it'll be a good direction to go in. Yeah. I think it would be good because, you know, you he's the fan favorite right now, so we might as well try to capitalize on that. But but remember, he's doing an I'm injured deal, too. So well, hopefully he's clear by Royal Rumble. Well, well yeah, but you, know, you want to kind of so, so Royal Rumble, um, going to kind of put you guys up on the spot. Billy, um... Out of Braun and Brock, what do you think they're gonna do at Royal Rumble? I think they might let Brock retain, and I feel like it's because there's a story that's gonna build up within the McMahon family era, and they're gonna use Brock and Mania to profit as much as they can from it. You know, if they do give the belt to Billy Strowman, though, I think it'll be a good look. Brock is never really there anyway, so, you know, to see the champion more often, it'll be something good, especially for the Universal Championship. Right. So. All right, Lasso, what you think? I think they should give it to Braun. I think he's a fan favorite right now. I think he's over, you know, unless they're considering giving it to him at Mania, but, I mean, might as well just give it to him at Royal Rumble. And, uh,. And yeah, I think it would be great, and you know, Raw would be better, and he can put up a good match, you know, with the right opponent. So he's pretty athletic for for his height. So you know, I think it'll be great. Okay. Well, me personally, um, I'm kind of stuck, like, you know, in between whether they should give Braun the strong the, the the championship uh Braun Strowman the championship at WrestleMania um i think it'll be a lot bigger and they could build from there um i feel like WrestleMania would be i mean i feel like the Royal Rumble would be too soon i think he should uh win it at WrestleMania but that would kind of be prolonging which that means that we would have to see the same main event you know um Again, twice. Yeah, and we've already seen it too. Twice, I think. So yeah, no, I think. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they did that mania, but I think they can pull the trigger at Royal Rumble and then, you know, maybe just give them like a three month title reign and and give it to try someone else. You know, someone like Balor, uh-huh. who I think still a favorite. You know, Dolph Ziggler, or even Drew McIntyre. Well, I think it's going to get a huge push next year. If he doesn't win the belt at Mania, he wins it at SummerSlam. Okay, so so if Braun Strowman wins the championship at the Royal Rumble against Brock, who does Braun Strowman face and who does Brock face at Bra- WrestleMania? Braun should probably face um, Finn Balor, in my opinion. And Drew McIntyre should face um, Brock Lesnar. With Brock putting him over, in my opinion. Okay. Probably not a popular one, but. Billy? 
who you think of? Who you think if Braun Strowman wins no. well, at the no. Royal Rumble, who do they face? Matter of fact, okay, let's say Braun Strowman loses. Okay. Like you said, right? Right. At the Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. Where do we go from there as far as WrestleMania goes? Well, you, you that's prime time to build up your story to WrestleMania. To put him over and give him the championship. I mean, come on. If you're this close to WrestleMania, I mean, <laughs> it's about to be January. It's about to be Royal Rumble. You just can't give someone the belt, you know. I, even if they do retain at WrestleMania. You know, if he's a crowd favorite, he's a fan favorite, give him the belt of Mania. And don't, don't, you can drag it out, but if you book it, if you book the matches right, if you cut the promos right, and if you're telling the right story, it'll be worth it. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um. And that that leads to uh elimination chamber. You have to, you know, face on. Um, By the way, elimination chamber is going to be in Houston. Exactly. At the uh, Toyota Center. Where the Trinity Boy. Wrestling is located, you guys. So definitely look forward to us going live. We will be live from the Toyota Center, doing the Trinity of Wrestling podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, so we hope to see you there. We hope to see you guys there. Um, The Trinity of Wrestling podcast will be talking about the grabs and nothing but the grabs. So please, and we're back live. And the subject is it's definitely elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. Exactly. So you guys, what do you think is going to happen at elimination chamber? Just being fantasy booking. Or logical booking. What do you think is going to happen at Elimination Chamber? What, make sure you keep in mind, you will have the winner of the Royal Rumble, and you will have the Elimination Chamber yeah. matches. Okay. So the first four Elimination Chambers is going to be uh, the Raw is going to be for the number one contender. Uh, the SmackDown is going to be for the WWE Championship. So you are implicating that. The winner of the Royal Rumble is definitely going to be a SmackDown superstar. Definitely. I say. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lasso. Okay. Uh, we're definitely. Oh, you, you don't agree with that? Well, we're well, definitely I mean, we're definitely going to have a podcast um talking about the Royal Rumble. Um, I'm gonna, you know, since we're coming to the end of 2019, I mean 18, I'm sorry, and coming into the year of 2019. Um, I feel uh we should go ahead uh, on this episode, give a bold prediction. We call this the bold prediction because we will have our real predictions on who will win the Royal Rumble coming close to the Royal Rumble. But right now we're gonna have our bold predictions of the Royal Rumble. So Billy Bridgewater, uh, who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? I think it's going to be Miz and Ember Moon. Not so. I think it's going to be Miz and Becky Lynch. Ooh. Okay. Billy, I'm with you. This is going to be Miz and Ember Moon. I feel like she's going to jump to SmackDown and Becky Lynch is going to jump to Raw. I look. And face Ronda, Ember Moon, and Asuka, Asuka at the WrestleMania. Okay, so... If that, I wouldn't disagree with that because my my elimination chamber predictions is Ronda retains the Raw Women's Title, and 
and uh no 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 raw the raw women's title has a number one contenders match becky wins it oscar retains her 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 mat her belt at elimination chamber and and uh daniel bryan defends the title in the elimination chamber match and uh Finn Balor wins the the number one contender spot for the Universal Title. This is bold predictions, Trinity of Wrestling. So that's that's what I think is gonna happen. So even if Ember Moon does win the Royal Rumble and the Miss wins the Royal Rumble, you know, it's still I still think those are the matches. No matter which happens, is gonna be the matches at uh, WrestleMania. That could happen. That's logical. Um, I feel like Finn Balor uh, should be definitely implemented into the main event scene on Raw, um, especially if you guys are heading to a new era with the McMahon, you know, regime, you know, ushering in uh, the new era that listens to the people. And what the people want is Finn Balor. That's that's what he's a major play on on Raw. Um, with that being said, I want to go back to the subject of Raw. Um, we did have the McMahon family come out and usher in a new era, saying that this era would be listening to the people. Um, if you go back to the last uh, Trinity of Wrestling podcast, um, we spoke about the state of Raw. And now that the McMahons ushered in this new era, uh, what do you guys think is going to happen I think it's going to get better, honestly. Like, I, I truly do. They're starting to worry, and they're worrying for real. So, I think it, I think it is going to get better. What do you think, Teddy? Billy? I think it's going to get better. I, I think SmackDown still kind of kind of take the edge over Raw, but I think that both the brand and the company is going to go in a totally different direction, and it's going to be a much positive one, especially with Vince McMahon coming out. And saying, you know, we're gonna listen to the fans and all these all these different things. I think it's gonna go in a better direction than when it went in in 2018. I couldn't agree more. Um, what do you think, Osiris? I think that um, I I think that Raw is gonna have a lot of interesting things happen. Um, I know SmackDown has already had uh, things happening over the past two weeks with uh, uh, Rusev winning the U.S. Championship. We have um, AJ Styles attacking Vince, so we're going to see who the real AJ Styles is. We have the new Daniel Bryan. Um, I feel like we're going to see something interesting. I'm hoping that we see something interesting. Um, Raw needs a new makeover, and I feel like uh, the McMahon – uh, family is gonna usher in that new feel on Raw, especially if they're listening to the crowd. Uh, yeah, no, I think it would be great. But uh, what do you think about? And I've been wanting to bring this up, and I guess we can leave it for last. But what do you think about the the women's tag team titles? Um, I feel like, well, really, the question would be if they have the women's tag team titles, will it be on Raw? Or SmackDown, or will it be duo brand? I think it will be duo brand, to be honest. For if now, at least. Yeah, if you want to make it interesting, I believe it should be for both Raw and SmackDown. Um, the first WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, I feel it should be um Becky. No, let me not say that. I feel like it should be Bailey 
and Sasha Banks. And once that goes out, I feel like it should be um um what's Sonya Deville Absolution? Absolution. I think Absolution would be a good, you know, tag team to, to, to take the mantle from them too and actually make it something. Uh what do you guys think? What do you think, Billy Bridgewater? <sighs> I like what he's saying, but I, I, I disagree with the beginning aspect. I think since this is a first for WWE, I feel like the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship should be dual brand. I feel like it'll make it more interesting, and it'll give the the it'll give the um, edge to the company because you'll have your only dual brand title. It's a tag team title. And it's a women's championship. Yes, this is Trinity Wrestle Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And I feel like the best direction for them to go is to have a dual brand. I think I think it should be yeah, Bailey and Sasha Banks. And if 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 not, I'll say maybe Ember Moon and Bailey. You know, but it'll be a wild card. That's if if they don't do the WrestleMania storyline with Ember Moon. Well, what about Nia and Tamina? Nia T- and Tamina, I I think. I think Ember and Bailey should be first because I feel like they can give, not give, but they can give it some some history and some great matches. But I feel like they can provide a better background for Nali and Tamir. Right. So so I feel like if anything, they should get it and drop the belts to Nali and Tamir because I feel like they can establish it for its first run better than them. But they will be able to pass the story better than anyone else okay. to Nia Jackson to me. True. Okay. Okay. Lasso. Um, I see that they are creating, or they they did create um, a, a friendship between uh, Natalia and Ronda. Um, it hasn't been played out as much on TV since she's gotten into that uh, feud for TLC. Um, Natalia, I'm speaking of. Um, do you think that them two, uh, Natalia and Ronda, would be a good uh, tag team for the women's championships, the tag team championships? I think they, they could be good, but I think that if the women's tag team titles get a champion by Royal Rumble, then it should be uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. and then drop the belts to the Iconics at WrestleMania. I think if it's at WrestleMania, I think it's hard, but I would either do the Iconics, or I would do a wild card. Oh, well, at least I think it's a wild card, Tamina and Nia Jax. Um, but definitely, definitely, if they win it prior to WrestleMania, I think the Iconics, whoever it is, should beat them at WrestleMania. I think they're just the the first, really, other than the Bella Twins, you know, it feels like a tag team. Okay, I'm thinking um, at WrestleMania, if it's going to be... Um, Ronda versus uh, Bailey. I mean, Ronda versus um, Becky. Uh, Becky. Um, who would you consider uh, Charlotte? You know, facing or could she be with a tag team partner facing? You know, somebody that for can also happen. Yeah, the tag team titles. Yeah, no, that can also happen. I think if it's Charlotte and somebody else. I think it would be, I don't know how you would do it, but I think either Charlotte and Carmella or um, Charlotte 
And yeah, if you want to throw a wild card, Charlotte and Ember Moon, like that would be just interesting. Because uh, that was my next question: Who would be Charlotte's tag team partner if she was to challenge and/or uh, be the women's tag team title come Mania? I feel Ember Moon be perfect, but uh, you can really throw anybody in that category, right? Because okay. Charlotte is such a good performer you know, microphone and in the ring, that whoever you put alongside with her, all Charlotte is going to do by default, consciously or unconsciously, is promote and market her, you know? Okay. And yeah. And I, th- and I think they should get some of the younger talent. I feel like Ember Moon is more than deserving of that position. All right. But if they go younger, yeah, I, I think that's fine. Charlotte can do I it. Think, I think Ember Moon should be um, a contender um, but if you would say the SmackDown Women's Championship, would that be Ronda versus Bailey, or would the Raw Women's Champion be um, Ronda versus um, Becky? I think it should be for the Raw Women's Title, and like I said, Ronda versus Becky, SmackDown Ember Moon versus Oscar. Um, totally agree. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, um, with Charlotte, who do you guys think should be Charlotte's tag team partner once again? I think Carmella or maybe Natalia. Okay. That can go the whole genetic, you know, superior. That makes sense. So, yeah. No, that's I, I, I was just about to say uh, my pick for Charlotte's um, tag team partner would be Natalia because that's the only person who could hold a mantle um with charlotte you know uh with natalia being part of the you know the heart dungeon and you got natalia of course the daughter of the nature boy rich rick flair um that would be an interesting tag team uh i believe carmella might be you know something interesting to have um i believe overall um wwe is heading towards a new era um, with the McMahons, um, whether it be good or bad, I personally feel like it's leaning towards good. Um, Billy, what do you think? I think everything is just right on with the direction that they spot going. on with everything. Yeah, right on. It's right on. Okay, it's spot on. Right on. Is is there? I think what they're gonna do in 2019, it's gonna be a, a game changer. Like anything they do now is just it's it's nothing. It's not you know, it's kinda too late. So since they're setting the pre stories now, uh-huh. I think twenty nineteen is gonna be a much better year for both brands. Not so? Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think it's gonna be great. I think we're in store for a great WrestleMania and I think it's just very hard for them to mess it up this year. Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, as far as wrestling, 2019 is going to be a good year in my opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Trinity of Wrestling Podcast. We thank you guys for joining us. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about nothing but the graps, wrestling, wrestling, and nothing but the graps. Thank you guys for joining us. This is the Trinity of Wrestling. Let's give it up.